everyone, and welcome to our Thursday edition of the Scouting Report. A little late getting out today, but when you have a little one fighting a little bit of RSV, you do what you have to before you get to recording. Faith, family, and football, always in that order. We will, of course, be back not until after Christmas, so let me say now, Merry Christmas. I pray your time with family, friends, and football is all that you hope it will be. Eat too much, watch lots of football, and enjoy. Next week, we'll be back with two more players. We will look at DJ Dale out of Alabama, as well as Eric Gray of Oklahoma. Today, we will be talking about a tight end out of the Big Ten, Payne Durham. First, let me remind you to hit me up on Twitter at RightStepADV. I've been putting my bull picks out there, and so far, it's been a little bit of a bumpy ride. A few more right than wrong, but we'll see where it goes from here. Tonight, I've got the Baylor Bears knocking off the Air Force Falcons with almost a month to prepare for the triple option. I think the Bears will be able to shut down the Falcons offense. Really looking forward to this one as I love watching the triple option offense. On a regular week, maybe I give the cadets the edge, but not with all this extra time. On Friday, I will take the uh, Cougars, led by Clayton Toon, a guy I like a little bit over the Raging Cajuns, and then I'll take the Demon Deacons over the Missouri Tigers. For my Saturday picks, you will have to head over to Twitter to see what I think. But enough of the Bulls, let's get to the Boilermaker. Payne Durham, tight end out of Purdue. So who is Payne? A three-star recruit out of Sewanee, Georgia, where he played at Peachtree Ridge High School, just down the road from where I live. I drive by that high school at least a few times a week. A 6'6", 245-pound tight end prospect that took just three official visits. Missouri Duke were in the running as well, but it was the West Lafayette program that ultimately won out. Purdue has had some quality tight ends go through there, and with the beautiful facility they have, no surprise that they can recruit nationally. Prior to his recruiting, though, you got to go back a little bit. Payne was primarily a lacrosse athlete, likely why the big man had just a few schools on his radar. A really fun story about his transition from football, uh, from lacrosse to football by Val Ellis over at the Purdue Exponent. Look it up. Definitely worth the read. We'll give you a little insight into that transition, the story kind of behind it. But as we are talking about Payne now as a draft candidate, looks like he made a good decision to focus on football. Once on campus in 2018, Payne played in two games as a backup, reserving his redshirt as he continued his football growth. 2019, he then played in 12 games, became a much bigger part of the offense as the season progressed. A 2020 with just six games had him catch 16 total passes, but gave him more time to develop as well. Into 2021, and Payne became a 10-game starter, played in all 12, with a redshirt and a COVID redshirt four years into school. The developmental prospect could have both a 2022 and 2023 left to play, but now at this point with the commitment to the East-West Shrine game following this 2022 season that saw him start 13 games, catch 56 passes, 560 yards, eight touchdowns. The big man is now ready to jump to the NFL. Looking at him on the hoof at almost six, five and a half uh, inches, 260 pounds on paper. He looks like a wide tight end, 33 and five eighths inch arms, give him good reach. He's certainly be on the top edge, top group as far as the size uh, standpoint is for those tight ends. But again, that's just one piece of it. So let's get to the film. 
disperse his strengths. You could call this guy still a young football player, developmental prospect. This is, of course, something that you maybe some teams view as a weakness too, but in developmental program, a developmental league, the upside of a 6'5", 260-pound tight end is a strength. With just one year of high school football, five years at Purdue, some of which was, of course, interrupted by COVID, there is still more in this player that teams will be drawn to to see what they can get out. What he could be will be worth drafting and developing. Another strength is his catch ability. This guy shows good ability to make tough, contested, off-target catches. A guy that is not going to create much separation. We'll get to that here in just a minute. But he does a good job using his body and length to body, catch, snatch, and box out defenders. He makes plays on the move and in the end zone where he has defenders draped on his frame. He does what he needs to to catch the football, and that's ultimately what you want. On the weaknesses side, again, we talked about that separation ability. In the NFL, that is more about F and receiving tight ends, matchup problems that can split out. Payne is definitely not that. He is more of a traditional Y tight end that's going to be a blocker first, limited zone beater, red zone target. Payne may not be a guy that some offenses even have a spot for. Narrows the list a little bit for him, but again, there's still going to be plenty of teams that like him. And another weakness, run game angles. A blocker first that has the hip strength, length, and grit to get on defenders and sustain blocks. He has to continue to improve his initial angles and leverage at the point. Does tend to shoot high and low in space, gets too much on edges, allows defenders to go backside or get over the top and show back up in plays. Part of his development will be narrowing those angles that he can make to sustain blocks more effectively. Again, that's going to be an awareness instincts thing that he will continue to develop. So what do we see? A wide tight end primarily that works in line, split from the hip. In the Purdue offense, he does work in motion a fair amount and is a wham and cross blocker as well, working on the edge and in the screen game. I would call this player a sufficient athlete, plays with good base, sufficient balance, average explosion, a good strength player when he gets his hands on. He's going to be able to lock up and control many edge and second level defenders when he gets to the right spot. Again, takes that right angle. Sufficient first step off the ball when working laterally and vertically to the second level in the run game. Plays with sufficient tempo and wham blocks. Again, those inconsistent angles are going to, he's going to make contact sometimes just as a little skinny in contact. Again, it really forces him to strain to stay in position, maybe get out wide in his frame a little bit. He has the ability to reach a full gap away on lateral stuff. He's going to be willing to scrap and fight to make blocks. Hip strength and leverage, I would again say, is just sufficient. This guy could use some grappling on a wrestling mat to really unlock that strength he has in his hips and lower half. You see it at times, not always the most natural thing for him. In the past game, I said he is a zone beater with average man separation ability. Sufficient zone awareness to sit down and work into soft spots. He's going to be a big target, does well within the scheme, does get a little lost in off-script plays to help the quarterback. Again, instincts, awareness, young football player, all of it plays into there. Average speed to separate versus man coverage, does run sufficient routes, gives the quarterback a good spot to throw him open. He does make contested catches and off-target catches whenever he um the ball goes up, so he's going to be a reliable target for quarterbacks. He also has shown ability on special teams as well in his career, and in 2022 would fully expect this guy to be cross-checked by special teams coaches through the process. A two-phase player on kickoff return and punt in the NFL for sure that will likely find a spot on punt return, maybe kickoff depending on how well he runs. 
not a top guy on special teams, but is a core guy that is needed to execute successfully. So who are my player comparisons? First guy up is a guy who's been all over the place in the NFL, a 2015 undrafted free agent out of UTEP, Eric Tomlinson. Eric signed with the Eagles and has spent time with them, the Texans, Jets, Giants, Patriots, Raiders, Ravens, and now Broncos. Eric is a wide tight end that fills a limited role but plays tough and is physical. Now a developed player, Eric may be more at the end of his upside while Payne is still getting there. Again, in terms of what they're going to be asked to do in an offense, they'll be fairly similar players. Another guy, 2021 fifth-round pick Luke Farrell out of Ohio State, drafted by the Jaguars, a blocking tight end for the Buckeyes that has done more of the same in the NFL. Like Eric, Luke is a little bit more of a finished product at this point. His fifth-round grade, the Jags basically knew what they were getting. We're going to be expecting to get that for at least a contract, maybe two. Again, Payne still has some upside, but has to ways to go to get that consistency that Luke plays with. So, where do I ultimately see Payne in the NFL? A wide tight end in a league that is getting away from the wide tight end may be a tough spot as there are teams who will simply put their wide tight ends in the UDFA camp and see what who ends up coming to them. I believe in the cyclical nature of football and as more and more teams go small on defense, as we have seen, the wide tight end, I believe, will come back at least a little bit. Teams will always want a reliable red zone target and guys can line up and be gritty in line in the run game. They will always need guys that are willing and reliable in special teams. So for me, with all that being said, I would put a seventh round developmental grade on pain. With a still relatively young football life, he has upside to continue to be a more dominant blocker that will understand angles better in the run game and how to adjust and fit in zones in the pass game. If he does not pan out as a tight end, I would be finding out through the process how much weight can this guy add, see if he could maybe become an eventual offensive tackle in the NFL. Guys like Daniel Brunskill, who is now a starting guard for the 49ers, Danny Pinter now with Indy, were both tight ends in college for at least a time. They've developed into quality NFL offensive linemen. It would be a potential spot for pain if that tight end spot doesn't work out. Again, the weight question for scouts through the process these last couple of years will be a big part of that. But first things first, Payne will have a chance to improve the route, speed, and win some matchups in Vegas as he goes to the East-West Shrine game, as well as playing one more bowl game. Good luck to Payne and the rest of the team through the process. That does it for Payne-Durham. We will be back next week with a couple more players, possibly get into some discussion about upcoming All-Star games and some of the questions that scouts are really going to be asking Enjoy your Christmas, praise Jesus, and keep scouting.